You're listening to The Parenting Couch with Sarah Levitt. Little people problems, big people solutions. Hi, welcome to episode number seven, part one of The Parenting Couch. I'm Sarah Levitt. Now excited to announce in partnership with North Shore Mums. I can't deny, super excited when... Alison Bray responded to my request to interview her and her husband, Cameron Daddo. I grew up watching Cameron start his career in television, modelling, spokesmodel actually was the first time I saw him on um, Star Search and then I saw him live too, I was there in the studio and watching Alison Bray with her modelling career and being on the front cover of Dolly and just thinking, oh, I wish I could look like her. She's so beautiful. And she still is, by the way. But the two of them have been on such a ride in their 28 years of marriage, spending majority of that time living in Los Angeles and a lot of controversy uh, around their marriage early on. And they've talked a lot about that and been very open and honest about that. But they now have their own podcast, which is just fantastic. And make sure you have a listen. It's called Separate Bathrooms and Other Handy Marriage Tips. And they're so real and so honest and vulnerable. Uh, It's impressive and inspiring It was just such an honour. And to be able to chat to two people as well, you know, normally I'm just chatting to one and I had both of them and it was a really fun dynamic. We didn't know each other and so it was just really easy. They're really warm, really easy people. And we met at the Long Reef Golf Club in a beautiful room. We had the ocean behind us and we just sat down with the recorder and I wanted to hear about you know, what parenting's like for them. They have older kids, um, but obviously have been through the whole journey. But always interesting to hear from both the mum and the dad, husband and wife, how they are as a family. I was just absolutely flying that day after interviewing them. The sun was out and I just felt on top of the world. And I hit episode number seven. And from what I understand with podcasting is this is a crucial episode number seven because A lot of people give up at this point. There's a lot of work involved, but truly for me, it's just been easy, inspiring, fun, and not a minute where it's felt like a drag. And that's how I want it to continue. So thank you again for your support and listens. Keep on sharing, liking, commenting, and sit back. As I always say, relax and enjoy the beautiful Alison Bray, Dado, and Cameron Dado on the parenting couch. You know, I, I just try. Humans, we're we're wired to connect. That's the thing. Yeah, and you're I, right. I, that's totally. what I really understand about humans. We want to connect in some way, shape, or form, and we connect through stories. So that's why I just think I love listening to other people's stories. That's how I learn, and you know, I think sharing ours has been really 
good. Yeah. Has, has it been cathartic for you? Have you found it to be like, I know it's hard to. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit cathartic. <laughs> a little bit um, cathartic and a bit confronting. Yeah. Bit. yeah. We've had a couple of arguments too because of it. Have yeah. you? Yeah. Has it brought up stuff? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, you know, and there was one time I think we actually walked away from it. And I'm like, yeah, but this is what this is what we should be putting out there. Like, <laughs> the we're hearing because we're we, controversy. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, we do fight fair. We don't fight dirty, right? But at the same time, it was more about the content. Yeah. That that you explained that you weren't ready to to talk about that is stuff. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and I, and it was you made a really valid point. You know, if you haven't made peace with something, and you put it out there, and people will criticise you, yeah, or have. Well, you know, because people are going to make their comments about something. Absolutely. So if you're not, if you haven't made peace with that, those comments have a place to land. Yeah. And, and it can be really hurtful. But if you have made peace with something, it doesn't matter what anyone says because it's like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. That's right. It's such a good point. You have to be so. Well, it was Alison's point. You, so, heart, you know. In your feeling about something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, especially for you guys, of course, because you are in the public eye. So, yeah. The scrutiny. I know you've been through it. For the last, I don't know how old you were when you started modelling. Actually, yeah, you were really young, right? <laughs> so vulnerable, and you in the entertainment mm. industry were your whole life. When did you really? No, no, eighteen. Eighteen. <clears throat> so young, though, both yeah. of you. Oh so yeah. Young. And not coming into it, not coming into the business um, very consciously. I, right. I didn't. I didn't mm. come in knowing all the aspects of it. Didn't even think about the the side of it where people review or do those sort of things so I just came in because it was something to do yeah right there was no aspiration to do it it was just like oh this would be fun let's do that <laughs> that's so but there's something really lovely about that naivety well, though, right yeah. in that you just I don't know what your drive was for modelling well, was that different or did you think this would just be fun or it just it kind of chased me did yeah it? I wasn't yeah, chasing right. it well, you, so... you're gorgeous so fair enough you were oh. chased right <laughs> yeah it was a bit you were of... on my wall oh. <laughs> you were on my wall you were playing <laughs> someone said really no. mate Matt that I just interviewed said oh Alison Bray oh my god <laughs> like the Dolly magazine blah blah mm. and, I, and he said I had such a crush and I was like I had a crush on both of them <laughs> no <laughs> my god it's funny meeting a lot. There's a lot of women I get you know, messages yeah. from it's on awkward, Instagram going, I had the biggest crush on your husband. I'm like, I did too. Oh, yeah, right? I'm totally. the same as you. I just locked, locked out a little bit there. <laughs> Met him first. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't chasing the modeling dream. It just, yeah, that kind of just fell into my lap. And I just was like, I'll ride it along for as long as I can. And, then end up being a preschool teacher that was I know yeah no I left modeling like even before before Lotus was born she's now 23 so I've been out of any kind of entertainment showbiz for a long time is that great I loved it (laughs) (laughs) do you feel you're back in it doing the podcast Um, I am a little bit back in it yeah Yeah. which which actually I don't mind okay which is because it's I'm in a completely different space yeah um, and I feel much more in control of what I'm doing as well. So some of it, you know, some of the um, there's been a little bit of paparazzi stuff, not Has too it? much, but yeah. there's been a little bit of that since we moved back, and that's been a bit like, oh god, that part, right? And then the critique and some right. of the the trash talk. Um, 
unfortunately I've caught a little bit of wind of that but now I just go don't even chase it look for it if you start to read it right. put it away because I'm too sensitive with all that mm, stuff I yeah. just I just kind of I can't I don't have that ah, whatever yet <laughs> I'm working on that but um yeah no I was very happy to step away and but very happy to sort of you know step back in and in a different forum you know, it's more controlled well. though, don't yeah, you find in what you're is. doing? You guys have control over it. Yeah. We don't, yeah, I mean, we record I mean. it ourselves and I don't, yeah. I don't let anything go that yeah. I don't want out there. So, yeah. um, it, it just, yeah, that's, we're doing it. So, yeah. it's not often you get to, like on a TV show or something where, where, the, where you're not, you're the hired hand. Absolutely. And they come in and cut it, the editors and producers yeah. will make their show of it and tell their side of the story. And today, it's so... It's so easy to manipulate. Yeah. Uh, even yeah, even the visual right. part of it. Of course. Um, you can. They can do whatever they want if you if you sign that right. piece of paper right. that allows them to. And often often the bit that says you can't use my likeness is so small that they've got you by the short and curlies if you go that way. So this is this is the thing where what we're doing is like you know we get to put out what we want and. And it feels like today people want a um, a real experience. They want a real exchange, and uh, and so we, for the most part, just leave it alone. You know what we're putting out. I love there. it. We I don't we don't yeah. manipulate it. It's very natural. Yeah. You guys sound very natural, and it's a must listen, everybody. I really, I really, <laughs> really love it, and it's really special what you're doing because not many people have been married for twenty eight years. So therefore, you know, podcasts like this aren't going to be. There's not going to be a lot of them out there. Mm. Yeah. And then people willing to talk about it, right. you know, as well, and be vulnerable, which is... Yeah. Like, I think that's the other thing too, isn't it? I feel like we're really moving in this direction of people trying to be more authentic, I feel. That's yeah. the word I was looking for, authenticity. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're too busy looking at the view. Well, I am, because yeah. we're actually... Not his long... wife, not me. The view out there. Yeah. We're, we're, we're at Long Reef Golf Club so. in one of the rooms, and it's, it's truly paradise. That's it's the paradise. Thing about, I mean, paradise. That's the thing about being in Australia, we have access to, right. to such beautiful environments, and, uh, and this is just... This is just something else. Well, you know, yeah. And you lived in America for a really long time. And I actually love Los Angeles because mm. of the way it's tailor-made for the entertainment industry of being yeah. there. You've done some comedy conferences over there and just kind of loved that, the rah-rah. That was a long time ago. I liked the rah-rah of, oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I do. And it's like, yeah, so different than Australia when you say you're in the industry and people are like, oh, well, you know, what's your other job or whatever. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not in the case of you two because you were very, very successful. Well, it depends no, who you talk yeah. to. <laughs> I think it's the same all right. But, but you're yeah. right. But that's that's also the the American, um, the beauty of it, the Americans as well. And it's, it's it's something that can rub Australians the wrong way. Absolutely. Yeah. But they're also their enthusiasm oh, for everything. I love it. <laughs> I know, right? It's really intoxicating. Yeah. And, and that's what we, we love that about our American friends too, that no matter what you could think of that you were going to try, they were like, yes, you can do it. <laughs> oh, really Absolutely. Like, yeah, I know yeah. someone who can help you. you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Whereas you're right it's here, you go, different. why did you want to try that? Right. Or the tongue gets firmly planted in the lower lip going, eh, how's that working for you, mate? <laughs> it's so true. It's yeah, really, oh, really? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. Good on you. How did you find go, that, though, the contrast? Like, having been there and then coming home, you obviously made a decision to come back for a reason. 
Yeah, well, we came, we came back because um, well, it was, it was a multi-reason why we did choose to come back. And one, we couldn't have, like my dad kept saying, you know, come back, come back. I said, couldn't come back to Australia without a contract of some right, sort because right. it's too expensive. Right, um, yeah. It's really easy to live quite cheaply uh, and well in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, and okay. it's just the fact that there's right. so many people sure. in the States that things are cheaper. You know, yeah. motor cars, white goods, uh, food, which is not as good. No. The quality of the food. No. If you want to, if you want to pay for uh, good quality food, there's one shop over there, Whole Foods, and that's just known one. as whole whole, pay, whole paycheck. That <laughs> was because you spend a whole paycheck to, <laughs> and even and that food's just like Coles and Woolies, really quality, which is still good. You know, so I know, but, but you yeah. pay through pay. But so there was that reason. Um, and got had contracts with Smooth and uh, right, and I was having I had a deal with with Foxtel as well, and then <clears throat> plus the musical theatre was was happening, so there was a, seemed to have be quite a bit of interest. So the employment was there, contracts were in place, and then the other part was the kids were right on the top end of their age of wanting being able to come with us. In terms of okay. Lotus was first year college, River was right. a year, end of year nine or ten at school, and 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 Bodhi was in fifth grade. So, right, it was like, let's try it out for three months. Oh wow, Australia, let's try it out. So it was while I was I was in Sydney working on on uh, Sound of Music, and Ali came back with the kids and did. It. Bit of homeschooling. Did you the really? Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting experience. And you're a teacher. <laughs> and I'm a teacher. Do you think it's harder because you're a teacher, uh, or just it's hard? It's just hard because <laughs> it's, it's your daughter. Hard. Yeah, it was kid. just that. You know, yeah. just being able to to knuckle wow. her down to and it, work. And it also wasn't that programmed. Kind of fun though. It, it, it wasn't that programmed homeschool. Like I talk to people here, and there's a homeschooling. Net- uh, network, network. Yeah, and, right. and there's a curriculum. Yeah, and but we were at a Steiner school, so ah, there was no curriculum for that, right. except for what the teacher wanted to send, and yeah, you know, bits and pieces. So it was a bit more freeform. We had to we take thought, woodwork with us. We took woodwork yeah. from LA to Sydney. <laughs> she could work oh on her God. egg, oh, which we had to smuggle through customs oh God. because you're not allowed to bring wood in or whatever. I was like, oh God, this oh my is God. Crazy. Wow. So, uh, no, it was treated wood. It was I fine. Know. So did they <laughs> go to Steiner after. when you came here? Yeah. 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 Okay, right. Yeah, yeah we it was great. They had Steiner, Steiner. yeah. It was really great because it was the same. It was not a big leap of, cha- you know, no. changing whole educational systems. It was our, our son. I mean, both of them had to deal with um, the ones who were in school. You know, they had to sort of flick over to the metric system and all that and learn, oh, relearn that which right, was interesting especially right. for our son going into year 11 yeah so um, they were born there yeah, oh, born yeah. There. yeah, yeah. so yeah. never yeah. been on the system mm-hmm. and, yeah. and see it wouldn't have it wouldn't have worked uh if river was in year 11 or 12 so i said to him for us to move out here i said to him if it was kind of after we did the three-month experiment it was like okay well let's do it let's let's move um River, it's kind of on you, mate. If you want to do it, we'll come because right. I don't want. I didn't want to mess up his year eleven and twelve. Like yeah. wherever he started year eleven, I felt that he should finish year twelve because that sense. happened to me. I, I did it. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. just mixed. I had three three schools, three oh, you know schools between rough. year eleven and twelve. Yeah. One was a boarding school, and one was in America, and you know, oh. it was just it wasn't great. So 
he uh, and then he, he didn't even pause. He just goes, "I want to move to Australia." He loves he it. Just, like all yeah, loves yeah. it like, like crazy. Yeah, just innately knew that this is where yeah. he wanted to be. Isn't that interesting. Yeah, and he's, he's like thrived. Duck to water. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't had a moment where he's hasn't had a moment. No, of going. Not, I want to go back. Not a moment. No. So and and so it's part incredible. of that move was also yeah. about him or, or the three of the kids getting to know their family, the grandparents. Where's your family? Where did you grow up? I actually grew up yeah. around St Ives, Terry oh, okay. Hills. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but um, mum's in Hornsby and dad's right. out by the airport, Ramsgate. So, um, and we're really close with both of them. So, it was, when the day we told them oh. that we were moving back, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just the best. Aww. That made everything okay. The pain of leaving LA. <laughs> oh, so you found it hard. You actually did find it. Yeah. Oh, you weren't chomping at the bit to come back. No, not oh. at all. Just just because I I was working over there. I had gotten my kind of dream job. I was working at a, as a Steiner teacher. Oh wow! Um, right. And I had a, an amazing network of friends. I still do, but um, an amazing network of friends that had been my friends for 20 years that had helped raise my kids you know just were incredible um that I'd worked with as well we were part of a group that went into other schools and worked with um anti-bullying campaigns and so yeah they're deeply important to me um those ladies so that was leaving them was oh it was really hard and then you know wherever your kids grow up Right. All the memories. Yeah, of, of course. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, part of it's it. like there's yeah. no memories here when, you know, driving by a park and right. going, oh, I remember when you, you know, you were four and you came down there or. And you fell out of that tree. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Where, you I know, hadn't thought about that at all. Did, so all of that's gone. All yeah. of that's in America. So that was starting to hit all of that so yeah it was a it was a hard move and and those and those relationships with their friends the kids the kids made friends and then through just going through from you know second grade nursery through to eighth grade with the same same families we'd go camping together and do all that sort of stuff so especially in a in that steiner world everyone's got a very similar way of going about their lives so and respect for stuff so yeah that's what we we kind of gave that up in order to be here it's going back a second but do you think that because of all the things that did happen and that you entered into therapy and that you did all that before you had children that that was so very key to the success then of being able to stay together through what is such a hard time is having children because it is it brings up different Mm, things doesn't it you know do you think that that well, that we, cemented you before that happened. Well, yes, yes, and we continued therapy for some years. Right. So we were having babies and still in therapy. Oh, okay, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. What a great way to do it. Yeah, oh. it's really smart. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was the value is just immeasurable. Yeah, you know, you can't sort of put a, a measure on it because just what we were able. And I find more now as a. 49 year old that which you don't look <laughs> but I that you I, both look great that I realise oh, I look 59 but she, <laughs> I look 59 you're ageing backwards darling <laughs> just call me Benjamin <laughs> yes <laughs> whereas I'm just anyway we won't go there you, um, you look great but uh, all those hours of therapy I go feel more grateful for those hours now more than ever because a lot of those things are um, manifesting in themselves going oh now I really understand it at a whole new level and 
now I've got the tools from that to be able to say this to this person and talk about from that perspective. And I mean, that's what we use in the podcast a lot, isn't it? Just our time and therapy. We couldn't do the pod. We couldn't do our podcast without the experience of therapy. Right. It just gave us new, like Al said, new tools, ways to talk about things. You know, being able to speak from witnessing somebody else's perspective yeah. you know sort of taking on not taking on their stuff but but to just put yourself in another person's shoes uh yeah. before you go rattle off at the mouth you know absolute empathy i mean that is just to being a parent is key yeah. isn't it yeah. if you don't have that or, yeah. that or able like you say to have perspective and walk yeah. a mile in some way you can't do it but the, other, the yeah. other thing too is i think it's oh, i'd say it's almost more important to have therapy when you have children, <laughs> you know, absolutely, not, not so much before. Totally. I mean, it's, it's absolutely well, beneficial great, before, but, yeah. but <laughs> afterwards, I mean, because as you know, as a mum, the the stuff that comes up oh. in the face of your child having their feelings yeah. and what you're going through, and you've got what you're, oh. you've got what you need, <laughs> and then you've got the needs of a young child yeah. coming at you, which is unbridled. It's no different. Their spirit. Is almost stronger than ours because it hasn't been paper cutted, absolutely, you know, bruised for totally. years. They're just unbridled. <laughs> I want it. And I want it now. And you're going, you can't. And it's like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So, it's. I think it's imperative. I think, gosh, if you could give parents a dozen uh, therapy sessions, you know. You yeah. know, three or four a year. Be, it should come with each child. Here's yeah. one child, 12. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just a, just a session every quarter. It's just no joke, though. I mean, yeah. you laugh, but I seriously think that, that, that at the point at which someone gives birth, it should be mandatory. Like, it yeah. nearly should. And couples therapy, like, well, all of it. It's easy for me to say because my mum was quite open minded. She sent me to a progressive school as well, not Steiner, but very yeah. similar to Steiner. Yeah, and that's yeah. where my daughter is too. Oh, at great. the same school I went to, um, yeah. because I was like, Well, if the philosophy's the same, I want her to have the same experience. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, same you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a wonderful school. Anyway, and mum mum was a pretty open minded person and you know, she had a go at trying to parent differently. She definitely tried and to make it different from her experience. But of course, you know, things creep in things happen she was on her own she was a single mum as well when things started to get harder when I was a teenager she sent me to a psychologist at 13 and said you need to go and you need to be able to vent about me and you need to be able to do that and I need to be able to go and do that and then we need to go together so for me it kind of was quite normal and so it's hard because I've never seen I've never felt the stigma that other people feel about it so it feels quite natural so when things got hard for me in my relationship it was just natural that I went to a psychologist and now I talk to my psychologist about parenting yeah, yeah. I still see it because I feel like like you guys it's like you know never not beneficial there's yeah. you can always get stuff yeah did you guys ever talk about parenting before you had kids and were you on the same page or did that also then mean that you were too were you a team in that way then with parenting or we talked that... about I obviously talked about having kids yeah, yeah. um but the but I don't think any parenting ways to parent no. came no. up until we were actually in it. I don't know anybody that, that has discussed how we're going to parent this child before the child arrives. Probably not. Probably, probably not. Probably not. No, no, I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt yeah, it. Because who wants a, to have that conversation? Well, who knows? Yeah. You, you, because you have no idea what you, what, what's coming at you. No. Maybe for the second no. or third one you do, but not, yeah. not certainly not the first one. Were that, was that all you, you wanted to have three? Like, was that was your plan? Or you just sort of Yeah, I think along? originally I even wanted more than three. <laughs> right. And then yeah. I was like... And I, it always makes me laugh when, you know, first time 
before they've gotten pregnant the first time mum goes I think I want like five or six and I go okay uh, let's just let's just wait and see <laughs> shall we <That's> right. yeah <laughs> I mean let's go see. for it if you can do that great yeah. you know but sure it's, it's a whole I don't know anyone thing. that's gone past four yeah yeah and that so special because that third one was um who she's just an absolute ball of life and confidence right. oh, and she's, okay she's oh. just gorgeous though I, I i remember vividly when she was born the third one felt like all of a sudden there was so many more children compared to really the two of us ah. it was like wow like this is really she's such a big personality it was like this is a lot of children for us. <laughs> oh that's interesting because <laughs> a lot of people say that when you go to the third that's nothing it's one to two, but you obviously found it. It was two to the three. third. Yeah. yeah, it was two to three. I remember, yeah, vividly. So, and yeah, she's she's benefited from a lot of. I feel like my mistakes that I've made with the first two. Right. You know, just going okay. That is absolutely not happening with you because <laughs> we've gone. We've already gone through the teens. You know, with oh, a twenty-three year old and a nineteen. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. that's the, that's the age. So it's like, yeah, okay. The phones, the social media, like now I know what to do. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week with part two with Cameron Daddo and Alison Bray Daddo, where we're going to talk more about technology, their strategies, what it was like for them because they have older kids, a couple in their early 20s, and a teenager. Uh, some of the mistakes they made and lessons they've learned in and around this. But I hope you enjoyed part one. I certainly did. And enjoy your week. We'll catch you next time on The Parenting Couch. Thanks. Bye.